Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. We're not intimidated by thugs. Mugs, pugs, thugs. Midwits, halfwits, dimwits. Thug means never having to say you're sorry. Any thug can kill. I want you to take your ego out of the equation. Thug life. Bud White is a valuable officer. White's a mindless thug. Oh, hell yeah. They got robbers, thugs, drug dealers. Right, you name it. You think you got any thug in you? With the middle name thing, I love how everyone. You ever notice how serial killers all have three names? Blah blah. Like, <laughs> you mean yeah. a full name? A full name. You mean a full name that they use every time? So as I don't know, not to confuse them with just you <laughs> so know, they get John, you know, John Allen Gacy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it's Jeffrey just, Schmidt Dahmer. Yeah, that's just a thing that they do. It's just a thing. Wait, they don't use Jeffrey Middle. They don't. Mm-hmm. But Dom Hare. That's such an odd little last name. Um, so I found this thing is this link that my mom posted and it's one of those things that's around on the internet enough that I don't know if it's real or not. Um, cause you know how that goes, but it is purportedly this Australian school had got so tired of parents calling to grade grub for their kids and all that. Right. This is the evidently the outgoing message that they added on their phone that's supposedly real. I don't know if it's real or not, but I want it to be. I want it desperately to be. Hello, you have reached the automated answering service of your school. In order to assist you in connecting to the right staff member, please listen to all the options before making a selection. To lie about why your child is absent, press 1. To make excuses for why your child did not do his homework, press 2. To complain about what we do, press 3. To swear at staff members, press 4. To ask why you didn't get information that has already been enclosed in your newsletter and several flyers that have been mailed to you, press 5. If you want us to raise your child, press 6. If you want to reach out and touch, slap, or hit someone, press 7. To request another teacher for the third time this year, press 8. To complain about bus transportation, press 9. To complain about school lunches, press 0. This is the real world, and your child must be accountable and responsible for his or her own behavior, classwork, and homework, and that it's not the teacher's fault for your child's lack of effort. Hang up and have a nice day. If you want this in another language, move to a country that speaks it. Thank you for your interest in public education. <laughs> now, that is not true. It is absolutely but, not real. I, but, I'm saying I mean, that unequivocally. That ain't real fucking real. It's not real at all. But... <laughs> Oh, that's glorious. Oh, if it was real. Oh, oh, that is, that is, I want to live in a world where that is real. That would be a banner day for Australia. Oh, man. I was going to so. half expect it to say, fag off, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no. But no. Um, so did you see, there was uh, the latest in the uh, fuck you do as you're told right. chronicles, the man in Victoria, Texas, the 76-year-old man. Who was uh, slammed onto a hood, chokeholded, tasered multiple times because Wonderful. his car was lacking a vehicle inspection sticker, even though it had dealer dealer plates on it, which mm. negate the need for an inspection. And the number of people like just comply when an offer like 
you don't get it. That that's not w- the fact that you, the opinion of many people is well, if you just complied, yeah, no, you can't ask questions. Yeah, and if it's and I'm sorry, the fact that this guy was like uh, it has a dealer plate that, does, and then all of a sudden the cops on him. Yeah, that's yeah, fucked uh, up. F- yeah, it's if it goes from up. no one has dealer plates to he's on the hood of the car, and yeah. that's how it goes. That's uh, fucked. Yeah, if it goes for I have dealer plates, well, sir, I need it. Maybe the cops wrong. Uh, well, sir, and it escalates to some kind of exchange yeah. where the uh, guy stopped, turns to an asshole. Uh-huh. That's a different story. Well, the thing is, the guy was being... If that's the case. But the thing is, here's, I'll even go... No. I'm the just guy, saying... The, to that, me, the guy straight up told... In any the, case. The, the guy straight up said to the cop, no, this is these are dealer plates. Right. That, and the cop was still trying... So it turned into him resisting oh, a yeah, no. false arrest. No. I, and here's the thing so many people throw out there. And, and this is just... If the cop's life ain't in danger, literally, it's like the chokehold in New York. It's, yeah. here's a ticket. I need to see your driver. I'm sorry, but... You are doing this. We need. I need to write you a ticket if I right. have probable cause on that. Other than that, there doesn't need to be any handcuffing. There doesn't need to be any placing your hands on. The cops in Victoria handling it fucking beautifully. He is on leave. This is. We have a good relationship with the public, and that is yeah. very important to us, and this will be taken care of. Right. And if that... Here's what gets me. Is I, I, can, I am floored that we live in a time where a cop can be kicked off the force for that and then just get a job as a cop somewhere else. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that you, you, you're you lost your badge for abuse of force. How, uh, how are you given another one? I, I'm I I, I'm genuinely, you know, I'm sorry if you're a teacher and you beat the fuck out of a student, you can't be a teacher anymore. Right. If you're a cop and you beat an old man's ass, hey, you can always move to Chicago. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, so there was a school that removed Santa from a pageant after a single complaint. Bill Burr's new stand-up routine is fucking brilliant. As you didn't need to be told that. No. He's like, who joins a fucking group? Who fucking <laughs> joins a group? And he's like, he was talking about this bar in LA that, you know, the waitress writes up a sign on board. Yeah, we like our beer. Like we like our violence. Domestic. <laughs> right. Like okay, that's a fu- that's a funny joke. That's, yeah. It's not a great joke. It's kind of fun. everyone's fine with it. One person complained. She said, "Oh, let me, let me talk to the manager." And the manager was like, "Well, yeah, it's just sort of our sense of humor." Picture on Facebook. Both of them lost their jobs because some wow. group. And I was like, how big is your group? Two million people. There's four hundred million people in the country. Shut the fuck up. Your group is five people and a fucking. Yeah, I used to, it used to be a fax machine. Mm-hmm. That's no longer relevant. Well, and the fact that now I am offended and outraged means something. Yeah. That fucking bothers the shit out of me. Yes. I am both offended and outraged that your offense and outrage is treated as though it matters. Right. I love Stephen Fry's statement. So fucking what? You're offended? And? There was, yeah, there was a post last week about um, that Austin PR company that called themselves Strange Fruit. No, I did not know about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, they had apparently been in business for a while, had clients. And, and one person got and, upset because... And I'm like, wait, uh, hey, hey, that's uh, a reference to when black people were lynched. And I'm like, really? It is? Okay. I didn't know that, but oh, yeah. that's fucked up. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have my PR mm-hmm. firm named that. So I'll just, you know, just well, move on. Let's... You correct it and move yeah. on. Yeah. You don't have to. Now, as my wife pointed out in a sharp way... 
I wonder what competing firm pointed that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, that's that's a very yes. very good point. Now, now you're thinking like chuckles. Yeah. Like mm, well, now he, something less than altruistic is happening here. Here's the point that I make on this. Stop staring. We need to stop caring about them. And here's the three yeah. points that I think everyone needs to remember. It's not all about you. It's not about you at all. You aren't that important. See number one. And number three, other people matter just as much as you do. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm sad because you're... Uh, we have validated that for too long. And now, that upsets means something. Yeah. And it shouldn't. It should just mean, oh, so you're a real pain in the ass. Because, I'm sorry, Santa being on stage at a fucking school show for kids... Doesn't mean shit. Here, here's just what, because that happened there doesn't mean it's going to lead to X. Yeah. Well, it's like I wrote in a paper that I did for uh, grad school, you know, maybe Bible quotes on football run-throughs are the first step on the road to theocracy. (laughs) Um, But what's so funny was when you get into that shit, like I can dice that stuff where it's like, oh, did the school pay for it? No. The the, the kids did it on their own? Yeah. Okay, then leave that shit alone. Why? Well, because in in as much as everyone else has the freedom from blah, 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 these kids have the right to their beliefs and their and by saying no they can't you are yeah. then violating their first amendment. Yeah. Oh, it's students doing it? Okay then. Yeah. It's I, yeah. fucking madness. Nativity scene on whatever. Mhm. Yeah. Fucking crusades now? Mhm. Every yeah. but it's because we're so sensitive and now we've hit a point where that is a legitimate complaint that I, Well, it's Did I tell you the peanut butter sandwich thing? It's the no. fucking most maddening thing I've ever. This is the most maddening thing I've ever heard. There's a place, a area that said peanut butter sandwiches are racist. Okay, wait now. Wait. Yes. I need a moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to walk you through their side, then I'm going to give you my response as someone with a master's degree in education. Oh, I know. That, that, that's fun. To it really fucking is, especially yeah, on this good. one. It's great. That's Boom. good. They said, um, well, there are some cultures that don't eat sandwiches. And if there's a kid in a class, they just don't feel involved or like they're part of that class. Here's my response. I may. <clears throat> Do do you living in this country know what a sandwich is? Yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's a math class that was using peanut butter sandwiches as an amount to be counted for this. If you were to do whatever another culture's version of the peanut butter sandwich is, half of that math class will then be dedicated to explaining what that food is. Instead of saying... You guys know what a peanut butter sandwich Okay, fine. You have eight peanut butter sandwiches and seven friends. How do you blah, 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 blah. But- I have eight paellas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, I have eight tortas. <laughs> uh, you know, okay. And then ba- when you have to stop and go, a torta is a sandwich. Is it? Yeah. The fact that you don't have to explain what a sandwich is to have, but you do have to... And I understand inclusiveness and all that, but there is no kid who's going to drop out of school because... Uh, it's like the don't beat your wife or beat your kids fucking billboards. There's not some guy who's driving driving home and like, oh, I don't believe I'll do he that just today. does this, and this is great for audio. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good mm. point. Good point. Well, it, put it's, down my lead pipe. Yeah. It, I, I get the need for inclusiveness, but there's a point where it turns stupid. 
Uh, and we're, we're there. And you just need to hit a point where you understand what the reasoning for it is. It's not like they're going, well, if you're eating a proper meal like a peanut butter sandwich, not some dirt shit that one of those fucking mud people eat. You're not having any ethnic food yeah. made by ethnics, are you? Because mm-hmm. only here in white God America yeah. do we have peanut butter sandwiches, and that's on, all we'll have. And they're on white bread, the whitest of white bread. Right. And it's smooth peanut butter and Concord grape jelly, because that's the only fruit indigenous to the U.S. It's not crunchy because we're not sinners. Yeah. Right. Everyone just needs to fucking calm down. That's Ugh. not going to have that big an effect on anyone. It's like there was a school district in California many years ago that banned the game Tag. Yes. And their rationale was because there's a child who is it, and the child who is it might feel victimized. And I'm just, I'm not going to ask you to name it. Has there ever been a game you played as a child where the word victim applied? Because there's one we used to play, and I can tell you it started with the word smear. That's the only game I ever played when I was a child where the word victim might come into play. No, I never played that game. Or yeah. if I played it, it wouldn't call that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you we throw just the ball had battle to... ball. Okay, this is one, whoever's holding the ball, everybody just tackles and beats on it until they drop the ball, and then somebody else oh, is... No. It's the dumbest goddamn thing ever, but that's where victim applies. It's it's like my, my cousins played in a basketball league out in the Bay Area mm. where when they were little kids, they didn't keep score. And I was sitting there watching it with my Aunt Helen. She was like, yeah, there's no score or anything. I go, every kid knows the score of the game and knows how many points every kid out there scores yes. because we are competitive by nature. Yes. And removing competition, nominally removing competition, doesn't make you less of a fucking loser. It just right. makes you a fucking loser who lacks a testicular fortitude to deal with fucking loss. Yes. So you end up with some crybaby piss pants who, documented case, failed a test in college, broke down crying in class, called her mother and Who's, who insisted on being put on the phone with the professor to get to the bottom of why my daughter failed the test. Huh. That's what we've got. And yes, that's exactly where it fucking starts. Barbaric. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. My family got involved in a fight I had once. One time. That was when we were outside one night throwing handfuls of leaves in, at each other, and someone picked one up that had a rock in it, oh. and it tagged me right here, and I ended up getting three stitches. As the only time, and it was funny, is my sister was fucking ripping this guy apart. And the next day, the, you know, a few days later in school, he's like, yeah, your sister was all blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, and you were almost pissing your little bitch pants about it. it this Julie. Fucking girl was yelling at you. I understand, but... You can't come off as the tough one when <laughs> no. you're like, no. Julie is like eight foot tall. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Fordham feats just meanness. Yeah. Uh, so enough of that. So, hey, yes. your favorite thing in the whole world. Cereal. I, I am totally caught up as today. I started it on like Thursday afternoon. Hey, you ride a train. It ain't going to take long. It's so goddamn good. I, I hope they're able to do another season, except from what, the, from what I understand, it might not be a criminal case next time. Yeah, that gets sticky. Yeah. Then it's like, because I'm really interested in it. It's funny because I've read books by criminal profilers mm-hmm. and shit like that. I, I was really interested in criminal profiling when I was in college, sure, sure. partly as a writer because I wanted to learn how to you know, figure all that shit out. Like, I've got the crimes classifications manual, which mm-hmm. is the forensic equivalent of the diagnostic manual that your doctors use. Right. But um, the one thing I love, love about this case in it is it was a uh, premeditated manual strangulation with no 
implement. Right. And my first thought was, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Manual strangulation, that's not a premeditated murder. That's, that's a crime of passion. Right. That's, that's a crime of passion that's done, that's done in the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating. All that's clear from this, from listening to it, is this guy had a shitty lawyer, and <sighs> he didn't fucking do it. Oh, well, have you, you, have you listened to it? I'm completely caught up. Oh, yeah. I um, am not. So it was a lie! Is it not? Oh, God. I'm not prepared to go on either side of this. Yeah. I have no fucking idea. All that I can say, um, uh, uh, what I, I will say but is. But I will, my problem was, I, when uh, I went back and listening to parts of the show last week, I was not articulate at all about mm-hmm. my problem with the show, and I finally figured it out. Okay. It is not a problem. Uh-huh. It's more of. Oh, okay. Well, I need to look at it this way, and I'll have a better time with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a bad time with it. Mm-hmm. It's um, uh, it's less about the case and more about her obsession with the case. Yeah, and yeah. M- her thinking is so much unlike mine. Right. That when you find yourself, I dr- you drive three hundred miles a day. <laughs> yeah. Every. So you know your your head just and that's not an exaggeration. No, no. So you damn near pulled this thing off in a day. It almost. Yeah. I think it took about three days. Okay. And uh, listening to all of it in that compressed time yeah. isn't really fair to her because her thoughts are more spread out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listening to it all in that amount of time, I, I realized, man, she just doesn't think like me at all. When right. that, she talks to that specialist, which was the new show. Uh, rumors. About, the... uh, rumors. Yeah. Talking, about the, uh, talking to the uh, specialist about you know, these ideas can build up to a crime of passion. Yeah. People can yeah. fixate on these things, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's new to me. Maybe it is. Yeah. It is not new to me. Right, right. Uh, believing that every human being, mm-hmm. every single human being, yeah. given the right pressures, uh-huh. is capable of murdering somebody. Oh, yeah. Not killing, oh, yeah. murdering. Murder. Yeah. I yeah. believe that. Mm-hmm. So with mm-hmm. that, it makes some of this stuff Hard to listen to. Yeah. Like, I don't know. To yeah. me, it's like very Andy Rooney. Right. In some of this part. Yeah. I think, I don't care. Right. Get to, I kept wanting to get to the meat of it, but I can't do that. Right. It's not a show about that. No, uh-uh. It's about all of it. What I love, So though, then yeah. I, could, I could go back and listen to certain things that really bugged me. Uh-huh. And go, okay. All right. Like, I'm I, okay with it. I, I honestly, of everyone in the show, the only one that I think could have done it is Jay. Because it keeps coming back to, he knew where the car was. Yeah. Uh, all that I can say is, I don't know whether or not Adnan did it, but I can say unequivocally the state didn't fucking prove that he did. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, there, I'm like, with you on that one. Like, it, it is, it is a, fucking yeah, a shocking indictment. There is a lot of hearsay and conjecture. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of stipulation, a lot of jury directing, but... And the fact that the lawyer didn't go, oh, there's no payphone here. Oh, this girl has an alibi. The, the the killer doesn't have an alibi, but the victim did for the time of like, yeah. And you know, Adnan, he's probably going to be in jail. Yeah, the appeal is only for um, the for the lawyer not talking to the one person that right. saw, at the, saw him at the library. Yeah. Well, and here's the ov- overall but, thing that kills me. It points out what my problem with the justice system is. We have a numbers-based game, not a let's make right. sure we get the shit right. I didn't come down one way or the other. Oh, excuse me. Nothing gave me pause to think one way or the other until uh-huh. the detective consult the private de- uh, detective, uh-huh. former detective, now private detective, uh-huh. said, 
the cops need to close the circle. Yeah, yeah. They're making a case, uh-huh. not the truth. Yeah, yep. In so many words. And I know that because I have cops in the family. Yeah. But I didn't think about that the mm-hmm. whole time. Like, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. a narrative that they have to fi- – well, it's like uh, from uh, and, the usual – And for motive, yeah. that's it. Yeah. If, you, if you're thinking in that line, uh-huh. motive, 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 motive. Right. The clearest one is – is ex-boyfriend. Exactly. And the rest of the shit doesn't matter. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Well, it's it's like what uh, what they say in usual suspects. <laughs> Come on. A cop thinks a guy's a guy a cop, uh, uh, somebody's dead. The cops think the ex-husband did it. They're going to find the ex-husband did it. Right. And that's how it works. I uh, a buddy of mine, a guy I work with is from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So he knows a lot of the area and I, I told him about it on like Friday. So on this morning he's like, "I listened to the whole thing over the weekend." <laughs> I was like, "It is the most fucking addictive thing I've ever come across. And what I like about her, though, is how she... she, I think she stood in as a proxy for most people really well, because it's like, fuck, this... Yeah, that's right. Unless... uh, and Because she does that so many times. She gets into it, and then she's like... But then there's this. Yeah. Fuck. It's so fascinating. What it really taps into is the radio version of a lot of television shows and their appeal, because... People love to play lawyer. Oh, yeah. And they uh-huh. love to play cop. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Or more to the point, detective. Yeah. yeah. So, and journalists, just throw it on top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it really taps into that. And if nothing else, it shines a big light on podcasting and yeah. crap like this. Let that word resound. <laughs> Hear me. Barbarian. Barbarian. Hill hill. And from mountain to mountain. Across this land. It... It genuinely is, to, to me, that's the shit that I'm interested in. I love hitting something and then tackling as many different angles and sides to it. You need another? Mm-hmm. Yes. I might have, we might have to switch to cider, but I think you'll be all right with that. Give me shit. I don't care. Make it happen. You don't know me. I might, God is with us! <laughs> I might need to ask Cope in a moment to bring up some more beers because we've only got like four or five left. We might be able to make it though. Um, yeah, I, like I'm one of those people. Like the most interesting shit in the world to me is the fact that like London was once upon a time a tent next to a river. That's right. That's the shit that blows my mind. You know, Austin. It's relatively new, so they're you know. We're, we're like two generations removed from yeah. when this was nothing but an outpost called Waterloo. Right. But the fact that, you know, Rome was once a small collection of, you know, two or three people who just stopped somewhere and it built awesome. up over time. That's what fascinates me is, is, is the growth of something and all the wheel, the, all the spokes of the wheel. Indeed. And this fucking hit all of the spokes of the wheel. Absolutely brilliant, fascinating, fantastic show. Uh, I'm hoping they get to do another st- season, and they do something as interesting. The thing is, they're going to have to lock into something with this kind of pull because if they just switch to, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be hard to do. But it, I'm, oh yeah, maybe they'll yeah. find it. Well, and all of the research that went into when they got the person from the Innocence Project in on that, she was like, "Yeah, this is, yeah, I'd take this case." Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, idea I don't, I don't know how many more movements been made from the Innocence Project. Yeah, well, it's because their hands are so tied because, yeah. you know, like they said, at this point, when it's all based off of one person's testimony, mm-hmm. basically the only, the, unless they hand deliver the person who did it, yeah, uh, nothing's happening there. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening. It's, oh, God. Yeah. And the, yep. the, the timelines, all that, it's so goddamn good. It's called Serial. And it is about Serial. About Serial. Now, um, 
Back to sort of entertainment-y shit. I found two things online today that are great. There's one that um, I kind of like where Aaron Sorkin wrote about the Sony hack. Uh-huh. And he's basically, it's like, um, let's see, with the three weeks ago, Sony Pictures Entertainment was the victim of a massive cyber attack. Um, thousands in Australia. Uh, then they left a threat. The Guardian said they were going to make these private documents public as studios. Uh, they left another threat. Where is it? Uh, the... The, the Guardians just had to lob the ball. They knew our be, our our media would crash the boards and slam it. And it's like, yes, yeah. And he's like, I'm part of this because I've been mentioned in some stuff. Nothing in it that bothers me. But the only bit where it's not Aaron, yeah, he's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, no, because but he's like, he's he is by name mentioned in several of the emails, right. and some of them are his. But he's like, I didn't say anything bad in him, so I don't give a shit. The only bar- bit of it that got me is. Uh, and it bugged me until I read all of it. And I was like, oh, that's not bad. And he's like, um, it's not a proud day for Hollywood. Where basically he made the statement where it's like, uh, as a screenwriter in Hollywood who's only two generations removed from probably being blacklisted, I'm not crazy about Americans calling other Americans un-Americans. So let's just say that every news outlet that did the bidding of the Guardians of Peace is morally treasonous and spectacularly dishonorable. <laughs> Kind of nailed it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look at all this stolen property yeah. that we're showing to you. Yeah, here's, that's med- what it is. here's medical records. Here's socials. Here's how much this people are getting stolen. paid. Yeah. But TMZ is going to fucking run with it. Yeah. And the New York Times, which has now been called out in a lawsuit mm. on, on Sony's behalf. And the same yeah. lawyer, I believe, that worked in the, uh, and I could be wrong on this, but I think that's the right, Gore uh, v. Bush okay. during the presidential recount yes said you need to stop publishing all anything that comes out of here uh-huh. stolen fucking property yeah yeah oh new york times said well we have to see what happens yeah because they can't say but people are reading us again yeah yeah somebody honestly gives a shit and that is the sad state of affairs because we have hit a point now where news is fucking gossip Ugh. that's it well no 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 no, no. Gossip is news, and news doesn't exist unless you're willing to hunt it down. So what kills me with people I work with is they'll sit there and start railing about Fox News and certain things, and I'm like, look, Fox News is assholes, but if you're going to sit there and quote Chris Matthews, John Stewart, and whoever the fuck is on CNN while slamming Fox News, then you don't get what the problem is. No, no. no. My only problem is that they're more popular. Oh, so you're okay Ronnie with- Piper said this, but Hogan said that. Yeah, that's kind of what you're locking into. Yeah. There is a review of the new Annie remake, which I love the fact that some people have the guts to call it Black Annie. <laughs> this might be. I, I kind of want. I paint a picture. <laughs> with precision. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. This is the Hollywood Reporter's review of it. Oh, my. So this is not just some passing. <laughs> I kind of want to read the whole thing, so I think I'm going to because right. I think you'll love it. Um, this week on Reviewing the Reviewers. Uh, Q-Van J. Walls and Jamie Foxx play 21st century in, uh, incarnations of the comic strip Orphan Annie and her Bellinaire and his musical epic. Come back, John Huston. All is forgiven. When the grizzled Hollywood veteran was attached to direct the 1982 vi- ver- film version of Broadway's mammoth hit Annie, which had fetched a record sum for its screenwrite, much collective head-scratching in- in- ensued. Nothing in Houston's output indicated an affinity for family-friendly music- movie musicals. Pundits were no less mystified when they once, saw the- once they saw the film, which suggested an an agonized disconnect between director and material. Yet audiences who were kid back then regarded it as a classic, playing fast and loose with that term. 
Maybe today's tweens will feel a similar for affection for this misconceived contemporary update, but they needn't be encouraged. <sighs> the overwhelming impression from this loose remake, directed by with a stunning lack of musicality by Will Gluck, EZA, Friends with Benefits, and who co-wrote the witless screenplay with Alison Brosh McKenna, The Devil Wears Prada, is that the creative team doesn't actually like the material much. If not for gushing testaments in the press notes, you might be tempted to think they're embarrassed by it. All but a handful of the existing songs have been shredded, often retaining just a signature line or two, and drowning it in desperately hip, polyrhythmic sounds, oh orally assaultive arrangements, and inane new lyrics. The, so- the original songs by Sia, Greg Kirshen, and Gluck the, uh, the original songs by Sia, Greg Kirsten, and Gluck are forgettable synthetic riffs that recall those boring filler tracks you skipped over on, an old Justi- on old Justin Timberlake <laughs> albums. Considering that among the film's producers is Jay-Z, whose 1998 sampling of It's a Hard Knock Light was an epic encounter in pop culture history, this bland R&B hip-hop music is a disappointment. Every ounce of charm has been pulverized out of the music musical in a strained effort to drag it into the social media age. What's even sadder is the same could be said for the film's young star, Wallace, who brought heroic authenticity to a role in The Beast of the Southern Wild, creating a lyrical poster child for the marginalized poor. Here she's reduced to a one-note processed pluckiness, as if she's been cloned from those overconfident children of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, the <laughs> latter couple optioned the material and are also producers. Putting aside the grading performances, the clumsy direction, the visual ugliness, and the haphazard development of story, character, and relationships, the movie is hobbled by an intrinsic unsustainability for contemporary retelling. Popularized in the 20s and 30s, Little Orphan Annie comic strip, the Depressionary Cinderella follows the adventures of a gingered hair Moppet, her dog Sandy, Oliver Daddy Warbucks, the billionaire tycoon who takes her under his benevolent wing. In the musical, not only does Annie transform Warbucks from a gruff capitalist into a humanitarian softy, her eternal optimism also enchants FDR and the jaded cabinet inspiring the New Deal. And the pieces simply don't fit together in the present day, the main carryover, along with Annie and her foster kid pals, is the Warbucks figure, renamed Will Stacks. Will Stacks. <laughs> Will oh. Stacks. Oh, I just now got that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, God. you are clever. He's a germaphobic telecommunications giant who maintains his monopoly by hiding cell phone towers and landmarks like the Statue of Liberty. Aided by his trust as VP Grace, an oily campaign manager, Gus Stax is running for mayor of New York to gain the political traction necessary to grow his empire. Basically, he's Michael B- Bloomberg in tech instead of financial media, and the arc of the, the, the arc of the character is humanization is barely coherent. First off, that is known as the massive conflict of interest, and no, no. <laughs> I want to be mayor so I can do whatever I want with my business. Well, <laughs> sounds good. Okay, sure. You should. Yes. Yes, you should. Yes. Um, the movie's notions of joy. Okay, wait. Okay. Oh, hold on. No better. A chance collision on the street with Annie and a resulting YouTube video give Gus the brainwave <sighs> to fix Stax's likability problems via strategic photo opportunities with the spunky tyke. A lunch turns into an invitation to stay at 
Stack's vast apartment, a cold, ultra-modern, computerized penthouse that looks as inviting as a dental clinic, <laughs> even with those views. Naturally, Annie warms Stock's chilly heart, opening his eyes to the corruption of big business and politics <laughs> and the superior <laughs> values of love and family. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, there's got to be something else. Oh, yeah. Oh, there yes. There it is. Oh. And here is one of the greatest lines. <laughs> he redeems himself by funding a center for child literacy, which is just like the end of Zoolander, except yeah. it's neither funny nor entertaining. <laughs> the movie's notions of joy are aggressively fabricated, nowhere more so than when Grace gives Annie a whirlwind tour of the sky pad, singing a butchered version of I Think I'm Gonna Like It Here. Choreography, choreographer Zach Woodley, Woodley's moves mostly involve running and flailing all over the place with no rhythm while presume, while presumably for comic relief, an ingratiating Russian city employee grumps along, getting in the way, much like the cinematographer lur- cinematographer's lurching cameras. There are, there's, there's a more, if there's a more awkward musical number ever committed to film, I can't recall it right now. Oh, wait, there's one later with the big finale, I Don't Need Anything But You, in which Wallace, Fox, and Byrne get to gulp dance while everyone else stands and sways wearing frozen smiles these scenes make you wonder if gluck has ever seen a movie musical one of the memorable elements of houston's movie was carol burnett's boozy comic character Absolutely. as a child hating orphanage den mother mrs ha- miss hannigan here we get cameron diaz <laughs> who mistakes strident and obnoxious for funny giving carnival some competition for broadcast shtick the character takes in foster kids at her Harlem apartment to get monthly handout from the city, drowning the sorrows of her failed music career. She was kicked out of CNC Music Factory before their breakthrough. <laughs> and hurling herself at any man in range, except for the one who inexplicably wants her. Her bolderized little girls is a low point. The subplot from the original in which Miss Hannigan schemes to pass off imposters as the birth parents who abandoned Annie, survives. However, like most of Gluck's chaotic storytelling, it's handled sloppily, careening into a suspense-free helicopter chase during which Annie is tracked via social media. Oh. The film's pandering load of 21st century concessions is tiresome indeed. Pandering load. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good punk band name. Nice. The biggest hole in the movie is the poignancy that's missing from the by-the-numbers process of Annie sta- uh, process of Annie Stacks and Grace becoming a family. Even Annie's regular Friday night pilgrimages to the restaurant Domani, Italian for tomorrow. Get it? Where her parents promise to return is more cloying than effective since Wallace conveys so little emotion. The same lack of vulnerability applies to all the foster kids. Even the guaranteed heart-struck tugger, maybe, when an orphan advocates, save your dreams for good stuff, like shopping with an unlimited credit card. The film seems to be pushing materialistic desire over any yearning for family. Of the cast, Fox escapes mostly unscathed, having... Uh, despite having to do more spit takes than Danny Thomas, he's also the, one of the principals who can actually sing. Though on his solo, The City's Yours, a distinctly minor addition to the canon of Big Apple anthems, he goes for an embarrassing, sexy soul daddy sound that's out of character. Even the movie auto-tuned within an inch of its life, Wallace is clearly no singer, and Byrne, who can usually be replied on, relied on to add some sparkle, is as wan here as her feeble vocals. The movie opens with a carrot-top school classmate of Annie's who shares the same name and is cut from the character's traditional cloth, um, who's actually from the... She's the alternative in the... uh, An alternative in the lead role from the recent Mm. Broadway revival. It's... 
It's one of a number of winking meta-references to the original musical, along with a sight gag nodding to Warbucks' bald dome. But it's a telling statement that the play-out song that ends the credits is Moonquake Lake, a disposable pop theme to a movie whose premiere Annie and Company, uh, to, to a movie whose premiere Annie and Co. attend. It features Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, and Rihanna, with other gratuitous celebrity cameos elsewhere. The song has absolutely nothing to do with Annie's stories, which feeds the confusion as to why the filmmakers even bothered. Not to pour salt on Sony's unfortunate hack attack wounds, but if Annie was less downloaded than the other releases legally leaked online, it might be because audiences are not stupid and caught a whiff of what was in store. Ouch. Ouch. The question I have is, is, is the new Lord of the Rings there so that I could see it without having to pay for it? Yeah. What? No, it'll it'll be free long soon enough. One last time, please, yes. please, yes. Let yes. let that let that end. Yes. Direct quote, quote, quote mm-hmm. from uh, our mutual friend Doug Thompson. Yes, writer, uh-huh. performer, mm-hmm. director. Yes, of Dougie Who. Yes, this is not any, not even remotely. It's an automated pile of dog shit that does nothing but sample the original songs into completely forgettable, overwrought, wannabe hip-hop garbage. Unquote. Oh, that's dope. Digital hug to you, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah, it is. It seems to be raining shit for Sony right now. (laughs) What the Oh, my God. Have you... Watched Cameron Diaz's Little Girls? No. You ever seen the original Annie with uh, Carol Burnett? Yes, a very long time ago. Classic. Yeah. Her her performance is mm-hmm. classic. Oh yes. Uh, She's Carol Goddamn yeah. Burnett. So, yeah, Cameron yeah. Diaz. That's... Jesus, just kill me. Slap slap my face and uh, make me a vegan. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Cameron not good. Diaz. I don't get it. Not good. Never have. Never will. Yes, she can be very pretty. She also seems like someone I would rather not go on a date with. (laughs) Wow. Not bad, sir. Not bad. Well, is that the show correcting us? I think so. Fine. (laughs) Okay. Now here's it. Okay, it, had I, had timing been a little different last week, this show would not be until next week because I watched Milius last week. Oh my! And that's the greatest fucking movie ever made. So I think next week we should just talk about John Milius. Right. So that's next week. This week though, you sent me something saying we just talk about Santa. Okay. What excuse I need really. Yeah. Let's talk about Santa, the Santa Claus. <laughs> because I love Christmas. I always have. Always, Always will. will. Nothing wrong with fuck. that. Fuck. Can all kiss my ass. Dude, you're not living in the fucking forest of nutcrackers right now. Mm, no, that's true. We were going to get a small tree, but I ended up being more trouble. Because we didn't, we weren't going to do it until today. No. Make it happen, yo. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, Andrew. You're so right. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What powerful whiteness. Yeah. Yeah. 
That is some good shit. Oh, my God. That is some good shit. He's so good. You know what's funny? I have a hard time seeing anyone dressed as Santa in a, in a movie without feeling kind of sad because I immediately picture Dan Aykroyd in training, play, training mm. places. Winthrop. With, that is genuinely the most fucking depressing Santa outfit that's ever been imagined. Just trying to put that entire smoked salmon <laughs> into his pants. When he's sitting on the train, pulling it out of the... Eating the hair is in it. And, oh. uh, and it just... It looks like a suit that he stole off of an unconscious homeless person. Yeah, kind of did. It was... Oh, it's so disturbing. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that... Look, he's got narcotics. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever, so oh. I'm, I'm forgetting... You know. Like bacon you would find on a bacon and lettuce and tomato Pork sandwich. Pork It's for bacon, as you would find in a bacon and lettuce. Turn to camera. Eddie Murphy <laughs> is the way only Eddie Murphy could do that. Indeed. Indeed. That was fucking fantastic. The best and worst Santa Clauses <laughs> of all of cinema. Mm-hmm. Shorter list than you would think. <laughs> oh, a much shorter list. Like today, I was like just pouring over like, shit. Like, wait a minute. There has to be more. No. Yeah, there's like 10 things here. And <laughs> and really. and like a lot of them I've never seen cuz I I haven't. Right. Mm. Right. Let me get this out of the way right now. Yes. I am goddamn sick of Ed Asner. Uh-huh. All of Ed Asner's A- Asnerness. Asneriness. Yeah. I've had it. He was the newsroom before the newsroom. Mm. Sorry, Phil. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, he was. But that aside, his Santa Claus is a bit of a bitch. Kind of mailing it in. Yeah. Relying on his voice. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. And serviceable. But Bob Newhart is the real Santa Claus of that film, of Elf. I have not seen. wondering what the fuck I'm talking about. I have not seen Elf. It is good. Yes. It's funny. And wholesome and all that other shit. All right. And Peter Dinklage is awesome. Oh, well, duh. Yeah. Uh, I just can't explain it. There's this part of the end, close to the end, where Ed Asner's Santa Claus is in Central Park and trying to explain to the little kid, well, your, your belief made my sleigh fly. And he does this. Uh. Fly. Looks off to the sky, moves his hands up, which is such a cold reading thing. Yeah, yeah. Or try, I, It's just awful. Yeah. It just shows you that he's like, ah, whatever. That's the best I'm Ed Asner who gives a shit. Yeah, okay, we, we got it, Ed. Good. We're moving on. Uh, yeah, moving on. Yeah. Moving good, on. Good job, Ed. Good. good. It's yeah, gold, yeah, it's great. Ed. It's great. Ed Asner, you are a gem. <sighs> you are America's sweetheart, Ed. I could feel the Christmas noose beginning to tighten. Yeah. It's, uh, it's no good. Now let's talk about a good Santa. You could feel the Christmas noose beginning to tighten. <laughs> the Santa... Christmas story. In a Christmas story is essentially like that is the worst fucking nightmare of a child, period. I met Santa and he thinks I'm an asshole. It's like I'm an official red rider coming next in two inch airways while well, arrived. No. Shoot your eye out. Don't have that. With one. the compass in the stock and the thing that tells time. Shoot your eye out, kid. Ho ho It's the boot on the forehead. Yeah. That's what does it. <laughs> It totally is. It's a, what I remember most about that, more than anything, was the fucking hostile elf. Like, with that face. Yeah, fucking, that mug of years. Yeah, just screwed in face. Yeah. Just every feature locked in a visage of 
regret. <laughs> well, let's face it. Yeah, I walked. So I walked in on my parents doing it in a really With weird me. way. You know, <laughs> I walked in and I it was... walked into my parents doing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd evening. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, by the way, there are people who are outraged, and there are letters oh, being sent right oh my now. God. How dare they? How dare Every they? Every year, I shine up my jingle bells. That's right. Wow. That's uh, here on a preloaded soundboard. I didn't nice. come up with this. I uh, just looked it up. All that I think, though, in wa- that movie, it was one of those that as a kid, how weird is it when something that, when, when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, it was all right. I liked it. I liked it. Then becomes like this necessary annual oh, tradition. Yeah. I, just one of those things. Because I liked it when I was a kid. It was it, it was not something that people were saying, oh, this is a classic. We're going to watch this No, it was Christmas a movie that came year. on around Christmas. Yeah. It hit. And then yeah, I saw it in the theater when it yeah. was new. And then a little bit later, it, it started hitting a little more and more. And, and Scotty Schwartz went from getting his tongue stuck to a pole to getting his pole stuck, stuck to, to a, a tongue. tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Hey-o. Nice. I see what you did there. See, was because he was getting his dick sucked on film. <laughs> In I, the pornography. I just now got that. Yep, I yep. just now got that. That's true. Every uh. year I shine up my jingle bells. <laughs> oh, yes. But that... And Ralphie goes on to be a millionaire! Yeah. He... Production partner he of John Favreau. Figured that shit out, man. Yes. His... His appearance on the, the like he and Vince Vaughn evidently were in like some after school special together once. And on the Vince Vaughn Wild West comedy tour, he and Billingsley went up on stage and read the scenes together. It was about a kid on steroids. It was fucking magic. So good. Yeah. Christmas story. Christmas comes on every year and it's played for twenty four hours and I could as well it should. Much it's watch it so weird day. to me when they try and shoehorn other things out. Because there was another movie. I don't remember what it is. Another network was trying to do that with something else. No. It might have been Home Alone. No, mm. Not which, a big fan of the Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. Neither am I. Really. I. I remember seeing Home Alone when it first came out. And I was like, cool. It's okay. Yeah, it's, all, one, okay. it's all right for a diehard ripoff. Yeah. Because that's what it is. I mean, I if sorry, you remove the specifics from it and describe the plot. It's about a about a, a a person separated from his family on Christmas, having to fight a group of criminals by himself mm-hmm. with nothing but his intelligence and ingenuity. Mm-hmm. It's fucking diehard. Uh, and the analysis people have done of that, where it's uh, of of the Home Alone, mm-hmm. where it's like they look at the dad. Th- Accidentally, when he was throwing stuff away that you know Kevin spilled some stuff on, right. when he was throwing shit away, Kevin's ticket was in that. Oh. So Kevin's ticket ended up in the garbage, which is why they miscounted. Um, that was the one... other reason is they're awful parents. Yeah, they're terrible family. Yeah. You little jerk! Do you just fucking say that to a kid on Christmas Eve? Yes, yes, they did. Oh my god! Yeah. First off, if like honestly, if if. If that had been my kid and a family member had said that, I'd been like, cool, we're going to go outside for a second. And then you're not going to come in my fucking house again. I mean, granted, he's not as whiny bitch as some. Yeah. But. Rats. Nobody sent me a Christmas card today. Charlie Brown. What a whiny, whiny bitch. What was weird to me about that was when I was a kid, it made me feel bad because I never got a Christmas card when I was a child. Really? 
Well, not to, not to me. Really? Nothing came in the mailbox addressed to my eight-year-old ass. Rats. Nobody sent me a Christmas card today. You received mail with your name on it when you were eight? From right. who? Santa. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Family members. <laughs> oh, no. See, oh, no. I got, like, Christmas cards. See, Co-worker oh, okay. of my father. All right. See, now I think Rich I'm getting industrialists. it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking Christmas cards as being those things where it's like, hey, everybody. It's been a wild year for the Campbells. Let's tell you about what happened. Like, oh, you know, God, the old no. school ones. Because oh, no. that's the time frame when uh, it was. So I'm like, uh, who the fuck uh, is this Jage thinking he's going to get a goddamn Christmas card from? Graham, I want one. No. Because other than that, yes, family members should send you a card with a check or with something. Yes, of course, oh. when you're a child. But other than so that, much uh, white privilege panting about in this room. Oh, it's I just, know. It's just sickening. <laughs> yes, you should. You deserve <laughs> that. What's this card from? Oh, it's from my good friend John McCrimmon. The... <laughs> Oil tycoon. <laughs> delightful. <laughs> What's he going to be this year? A new shotgun. Oh, father, this is delightful. True story. Really? Holy shit. Oh, so much white privilege. It oh, just man. Chokes the air. I'd get like $10 checks. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know, hey. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. <sighs> Uh, Chevy Chase didn't even know the cameras were on. Not really. He was just being a just dick. Nipply out. I mean nippy out. <laughs> what did I say? Nipple. <laughs> uh, there is a nip in the air, though. <sighs> Do you need another side air? I'm all right. Okay. I'm good for now. Um, <clears throat> it, but the, yeah, that's your Charlie Brown is. That's more tragic because it's like, wow, my family, my aunts <laughs> and uncles, and my grandparents. Nobody cares no about me. No. I get that, but when it's, oh, no, Christmas card. Because to me, Christmas card are the, you know. Yeah, I got you. Uh, no Christmas crackers. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Tippins for the queen. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? I mean, I'm assuming it is. I think people do. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, that, though, yes. Whiny one. But fucking... I'm sorry, the kid was an asshole, but he's a little kid. Yeah, and it's Christmas, and yeah, the family true. was just full of sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of them are just wretched fucking assholes. <laughs> like, the kid was better off not being around. His mom. Fuck, that child came out of you. Yeah, and you, and you just fucking him. leave him? Left him there. Jesus. Left him there again, too. Yeah, left him in New York. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... Wow. That's actually the more superior of the, of the film. I haven't never seen it, so it's, I don't know. It just makes more sense. You yeah. have me home. Okay. First time, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Second time, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm running up this fucking card. Oh, hell yeah. Let's burn this bitch. And, and it's, it's, it's kid wish fulfillment on oh, a yeah. grand level. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I get that. Here's the thing I never got about that. Motherfucker order a cheese pizza. Yeah. Fuck you. You expect to fuck. That was like when my niece used to be. I, I, but my, my sister would be like, well, she only likes ham, uh, pizzas with ham and no sauce. Well, then I guess she ain't fucking eating anything tonight because that ain't getting fucking ordered. It's called a ham sandwich. Yeah. Not fucking ordering that. How do you goddamn mind? Bread with no sauce and ham on it? Yeah, cheese. Oh, and cheese? Yeah, so, you know. Nope, nope. That's a ham sandwich. Yeah, it's a, it's a flat ham sandwich. I can put it in sandwich. a fucking toaster oven. There yeah. you go. There you are. Pizza. Uh-huh. Ham and cheese with no sauce. 
That's indulgence. You want to talk white privilege? That is. White bread privilege. Oh, yes. Mm. The whole thing was done on a Ritz cracker. Good Lord. She had the largest Ritz cracker known to man commissioned just for the pizza every time. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. Yes. Well, you know. There it is. Have you seen Rare Exports? Because you need to. It's a Scandinavian movie that's a little more Krampus than Santa. I'm I'm listening. I think you'll like it. That's all I can say. A lot of naked old men. But it's not. It's like. No, it's it's like sexy. (laughs) (laughs) It's really a bit. It's it's okay. It's nice. They're really skinny Scandinavian guys. So it's like really white. Yeah. Really it's like the Unforgiven video. Yes, ex- yeah. exactly. Exactly. It's like an army of the Unforgiven video. <laughs> that was a weird shaking. I don't remember. Uh. That video was so fucking weird. <laughs> and that was back in a day when it was just like, make your video just not make sense. And people would be like, oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Guns and Roses, oh, don't so cry. Don't Let's- cry. Losing my religion. Oh. In this case, video and song. Oh, oh so. November oh. rain. Oh, That's uh, it. Uh, and then, do you remember when there was that trilogy of videos that oh, Guns N' Roses yes. did? And how, like, by the time Estranged came out, nobody fucking cared anymore. No, no, no one cares. And especially when you... When Way you, before Jay-Z and all those guys had, like, the mm-hmm. produced, and, yeah. you, know, f- you know, cinematic videos. Well, oh, yeah. F- fucking old hat, man. Yeah, exa- oh, very much so. What I remember most from when it hitting was, I was a... Uh, um, I, I loved those two albums. Like, sure. we waited so fucking long for the Use Your Illusions. Mm-hmm. We had no idea the weight that was in store for Chinese democracy yeah, well, or how little it would be worth it. But the weight for Use Your Illusion was unbelievable. And when it hit, it was like, these are fucking good. Yeah. yeah. This is good shit. And, and it was always that you'd go back and forth. Well, Use Your Illusion 2 is really better than... No, Use Your Illusion 1 has fucking awesome stuff in it. But Use Your... Oh, they're just both so good. Um, <laughs> and when that third video came out, I remember it was like, oh, it's for Estranged? Another fucking eight-minute meandering... <sighs> oh. Is that Shannon Hoon? I don't remember which one that's for. <laughs> that was Don't Cry. Don't Cry. Oh, wow. Why is Shannon Hoon on a roof? Yeah. Why is anybody on a roof? Why is he here? What's going on? Yeah, that that made no sense because it wasn't like the background vocals were This is just money for no reason. Yeah, they're like, we can do this, so break out that checkbook, yo. We need Shannon Hoon money. That was back when they used to dump that kind of money into shit, into videos. I know. It just seems ridiculous now. It really does. It genuinely does. But yeah, those are good shit. But yeah, that third video, I don't give a fuck. Had dolphins swimming down the street. (laughs) That's all I remember from it. That's right. It it, it was like trying to tell some story that was just injected for no reason. And like, I believe it was implied that he murdered Stephanie Seymour because he is an asshole. Yeah. Death by asshole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She Uh, fell over a a table, I guess, during a fight and she died. Yeah. That that happens. That happens. I don't know. When when I was up in Fort Worth, I was flipping through channels and uh, there was a Guns N' Roses concert. Read Axl Rose Uh with uh, these guys (laughs) um, because that's what it is. And uh, Stradlin, Izzy, was up on stage for a little bit. So, all right. Cool. And all I could think was imagine being one of the dudes who's in Guns N' Roses now. And I'd be like, I was fucking listening to Guns N' Roses when I was all there. And I'm in fucking Guns N' Roses now. The thing is, all of them are guys who have obviously been into the rock lifestyle. Just, you can tell by their outfits. It's like, <laughs> oh, you've been... Uh, lots of jewelry. Oh, lots of jewelry. Yeah. Lots of clothes hanging off. Yeah. Hats. 
you know, <laughs> makeup, all that stuff. And... Post concho. Now yes. more dangly necklace and lots of rings. Yes. Uh huh. Rings on his fingers. Yeah, rings on his fingers. And yeah. That kind of um, yeah. black mascara. Shirt unbuttoned just past the Yingve margin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The mom's. The, 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 the... The, the Malmsteen equator, line. yeah. The Malmsteen line, the uh, yeah, the the Tropic of Malmsteen has been crossed by it. Oh, oh, that reminds you. Did you get the text message I sent you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Fucking what the fuck! I only had 120 minutes. Here's no. my question: Is it at least old school 120 minutes with Matt Pinfield naming off all the most obscure fucking alt bands in the it's world? It's like alternative music from the 70s and 80s. It's unfucking watchable. Lots of pavement, huh? I, I didn't watch it that long. I didn't even see the names. I saw the music. I was like, oh, mm. fuck that. I was angered. I was genuinely fucking angered Nothing by funny it. funny about that music. No. It's boring. Dude, you know. Electric Gypsy can be enjoyed and laughed at. You know what would be laughed make, at. You know what would make it better is if Metal Mania came back, but they said, fuck it. No, we're not going to call it Metal Mania. We're going to call it Headbangers Ball. Yes. Call it Headbangers Ball. Make it literally the exact same thing. Yes. Fucking never miss it. Where's Ricky Rackman? Yeah, no, I don't want Ricky Rackman. I no, just no, want no, the no, videos. No, 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 no. Not, not now, Ricky yeah. Rackman. Then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. hair, Ricky Rackman. Mm. Pre-Battery House, Ricky Rackman. Yeah. God damn, I'm old. Yeah, when he was angry. Or Battery Park. What were they, what were they called? I don't know. I, I don't fucking, uh, know. fucking know. Doesn't matter. Rackman, no. Rackman. Why was he on Props that? to Rackman. He got his haircut though, before a lot of people. Yeah. Pretty good. Why was he on that? What was his I don't know. title? I have no idea. Did he like one own foot a in club? the gutter, one fist in the gold? Seared right here. I'll forget my fucking name before one I forget foot that. Foot in the gutter, one fist in the gold. Yeah, that dumbass dancing interview. I don't recollect this. Oh yeah, mess shirt. <laughs> he was in the full. Thing. This is pre dancing kitty cat gloves. Okay. They're in the house and the what the fuck is that record? How the gods kill. Uh huh. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah, very very mess shirty. He was all decked out. There was just dancing skulls everywhere around his neck, a giant stupid belt buckle, pants too tight, uh. three apples high. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is just People, fantastic. People, write your congressman. Yeah. Like, apparently they'll just do any jackass bullshit nowadays. I don't need an bill with another trillion dollars. I need yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I can make it so. Tell him it, it'll win some support somewhere. Somewhere. Somebody's going to do something. Anyway. This will be a bill that won't piss everybody off. Ricky so. Rackman reminds me of Tim Allen in the Santa Claus movies. I have not seen any of them. And somewhere because online... it's Claus, see? Uh, yeah. Like it's a... also a Claus. Uh-huh. It's I also like Claus. It. I love it. And you know what I love more is that they call it a trilogy online. Yeah, they sure do. <sighs> oh, my, 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 my. Yeah. Taint no trilogy. No taint. Not even close. From what I understand. It's an interesting concept if it didn't end up with someone killing Santa Claus. Well, yeah, that is uh, that is brushed <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. In he... in uh, short order, Santa Claus is dead. Yeah, dead, yo. Uh, and, and it, his body disappears. And a cocaine dealer takes his killed place. Him. Yes, killed him and took yeah. his place. Yeah, that is a movie about identity theft. Yeah, it is. Like really the worst is. kind of identity theft. And, uh, and the only way they can Mr. take Ripley. away from the selfish, self-centered Santa Claus that Tim Allen portrays, excuse me, in one and two is by bringing in Martin Short in the third one huh. as Jack Frost, or as I call him, the frozen pederast. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. creepy. It's weird. It's awful. Santa Claus. Yeah. I haven't seen They're any. They're not bad movies. The yeah. first two aren't bad movies for what they are. Right. They're, they're whatever. 
they're fucking Santa Claus movies. How critical are we going to get? Yeah, you make a good. You make it's a solid fine. Point. It's yeah. whatever. It's big, bright plastic dumbness. Right. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. That third one. God Almighty. Fell to shit. Oi. Fucking Martin Short. <laughs> yeah, Martin Short. At some point, I, he can still be very funny. Sure, I mean, he's fucking Martin he hasn't done unfunny things. Yeah, Three Amigos, uh, Clifford, Clifford, Clifford. It's fucking classic, but not, not here, not today, not today. This no. is his night at the museum. Wow, his Waterloo. Yeah, is there a Santa in Scrooged? Oh yes, there is. Lee Marvin. Not yes, Lee Marvin, Lee Majors. Lee Majors. Lee Majors. Lee Santa. Majors. But the, yeah, that but old, the name. night the reindeer died. The night the reindeer died. That was fucking fantastic. I want that movie to be real. Oh, so do I. Only with Lee Majors. Well, Only with Lee Majors. Because no, I you know they'd do it today. They'd put yeah. fucking Mark Wahlberg in it. and. <laughs> well, you know, if he gets the project up. Or if it was Vin Diesel, I'd be okay with it being Vin Diesel. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I just want that to happen. You've been a naughty boy. You need to update your style. <laughs> Wait a minute. He just turned into Cobra. I can't do it. <laughs> I got no Vin. But yes, Scrooge. I'm glad there's a Santa in it because Scrooge is probably my favorite holiday movie. That's oh, fantastic. Because it's literally Bill Murray just getting to be Bill Murray. And if I were filthy rich, I'd have a shower and I would have Cross, a thing they nail people to <laughs> in my shower. Uh, towel. VCR. Towel. Towel. Your own brother, Towel. Towel. Oh, no. Don't think I forget about it. You. Put yourself down for a towel, towel. too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just the, the, and that is the one where the ghost of Christmas yet to come was probably the most fucking terrifying that I've seen that done. Like, <gasps> oh, yeah, the TV Grim Reaper. Oh, he's going to be okay, right? <laughs> say, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get him help, right? <laughs> uh. She throws the crutches aside, flips into one, one of these. these. <laughs> I don't uh, have it anymore, but my favorite bit was my favorite sound drop that I had on, just on a CD. It was the, uh, I swear. I swear. My dad, 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 I swear. Yeah, I had it for a long time. It is such but a But apparently, f- Resounder is not on iOS 8. Of course not. So I can no longer oh. add anything to my Resounder app. Fuck them. Fuck a doodle do. Yeah. Thanks a lot. They'll fix it. Uh, fuckers. Yeah, Scrooge. Scrooge uh, is a classic. That is one of those things that can't, the season cannot pass me by without watching Scrooge, at least about three times. And I can't remember the name of the actor, but he's the guy who plays the scumbag. The line, buddy, the line is street urchins. Not say, oh, did he say, did he say I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that guy I fucking love. <sighs> Glover. Will you please stop <laughs> the goddamn hammering? There's no like, I in T-E-A-M. <laughs> What I loved about the hammering thing is how at the end is like at the end it's the first time that it's great. Will you please stop the goddamn hammering? <laughs> it just comes in. Stop the hammering and then the whole thing yeah. falls yeah. apart. Have you tried staples? <laughs> oh, the movie's classic. It's absolute classic. Do you know how many cats there are? <laughs> Mitchum at his fucking finest. It's <laughs> later in the movie where he's drinking a Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, I just love it. Love yeah. It so. Oh, Scrooge nailed it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> oh, you know how many cats there are in America, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. 
It's it's one of the few adult oriented Christmas movies, <laughs> much like the Bad Santa. Oh yes, yes indeed. Possibly my favorite. Just <laughs> you're an emotional fucking cripple. Your soul is dog shit. Every single fucking thing about you is ugly. When he is eating and have a goddamn lunch. Whoa. There is a scene early on in the film. Just a shot. Yeah. No dialogue. Where uh, Willie, Billy Bob Thornton's character in Bad Santa, is eating a corn dog and drinking a beer on a bench, watching girls play volleyball on the sand. <laughs> He's got his legs crossed just so and his arms crossed just so. Like, that corn dog's going to take about three hours to finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chances are he's going to need another beer. Yeah. It is perfect. I wish I could just stop it and print it. Put it on my wall. The handful of lines he had from that, like, your name is Thurman Merman. When he beats... You dropped in your head? When he beats the shit out of that fucking kid. <sighs> and then... I think the, I turned a corner today. Beat the shit out of some kids. The, my favorite line probably from that whole thing is, I'll, I won't be in jail that long. I think it's because the general public agreed that... The, the police shooting an unarmed Santa in the back was worse than fucking Rodney King. <laughs> <laughs> Just the calm. Where's your mom, kid? It's with Jesus, Mary. Jesus and Mary. Uh, oh, fuck. The long-eared donkey and the talking walnut. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> you dropped your head a lot when you were a kid? On my head? <laughs> well, fuck it. What? <laughs> Fucking Thurman Merman, man. <laughs> he wins. He genuinely does. He absolutely does. I'm trying to wear... What do you want for Christmas? A snot rag? <laughs> Fraggle stick car. What? Fraggle stick car. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, it's just... <laughs> Exasperation. Oh. Nobody else could have pulled that off. Yeah, Billy... That In was... lesser hands, that movie would just been some an excuse for somebody to say awful shit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I can't find all my Billy Bob Thornton sound drops, because otherwise it would just be... It, it's just this like whole baseball. Thing. I, 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 don't, I don't know what you mean by that. I, 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 don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, when I was a kid. fucking with me? I used to subscribe to this magazine called Famous Monsters of Filmland. Um, editor was a... Uh, Forrest J. Ackerman. Forrest J. Ackerman. That, they had a contest where you could build your own... Uh, build your own um, monster. Um, would you ask Tom Petty that? Would you say that to Tom Petty? No, no, I wouldn't. Sir, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> I think, so awkward, so I think this one's a cough. I think this one's a cough drop. Well, it can't all be winners. <laughs> and John Ritter overlooked oh. fucking genius in that. You ain't going to s h i t right for a week. <laughs> that whole scene is fucking classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Like big women. What gets me is how after that, like, my main problem with uh, the remake of uh, Bad News Bears mm -hmm. was that they basically just tried to recreate yeah. the Bad Santa character as 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 Buttermaker. And just everything about it fucking pissed me off. Yeah, wasn't good. Not one good. Not one damn bit of it was good. <laughs> um, really, uh, yeah, Bad Santa is one of those that it took me a little while to see it. 
fucking oh, I nailed it. One of the last comedies I actually watched in the theater, and I missed half of it because I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I almost died. Where's our 24-hour marathon of Bad Santa? Yeah. I'm down with that. It was making you a wooden banana. What the fuck are you talking about? I just like how he... Your grandma spry? He pulls no punches with that kid on oh. everything. It's just, the fuck are you talking about? It's just perfect. God, I love it. And he went, wasn't, was his father not played by Peter Scolari from television's yes. Boozum Buddies? Mm-hmm. Indeed. good shit. It's good shit. You ever seen Santa Claus the movie? Oh, God, the longest time ago. Back when it was still new. Dudley Moore. That is Mescal. some... Evil, exploitive bullshit there, man. David Huddleston. It's, it's, uh, critics would say it's uh, plastic. Uh-huh. Uh, the acting is wooden. Yeah. And just overall trashy and bad. And I would say to those critics, you are right. Yes. And it is fantastic. All that I remember from it, all that I remember from it is when the stuffed animals that were stuffed with uh, broken glass, sand, and cigarette butts. Yeah. And uh, as a little kid, I remember feeling genuinely bad for one kid, and it was a kid who was pulling a wagon, and it was like the fucking just no reason dropping the the handle breaks off the wagon, and he watches as his wagon rolls in front of a car and gets destroyed. And yeah. I was like, yeah, well, I was that overly empathetic kid who was like, oh <laughs> man, that sucks. That would, but Santa brought that for him, man. But the uh, you know the flying the candy canes will make you fly. <laughs> Fuck you, fizzy lifting drinks. Yeah, and you can have these because they aren't stolen by an asshole. Yeah. And here, here's my problem with Santa Claus the movie. It fundamentally misunderstands the way the businesses operate. There's nobody who's like, now we'll sell one one year's worth of teddy bears, but we'll make enough money that we'll be out of the teddy bear game yeah, forever. No, that's not how it works. No, 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 no. no, no we're going to no, have no, teddy bear no. money in perpetuity. Yeah, yeah. That. So you mean if we spend a little bit more, we're be, we'll be able to get them to buy new teddy bears every year, and they won't be afraid that their kids are going to get hepatitis from broken hobo glass? Yeah. All right, let's yeah, do that. That's then. how you do it. That is the atomic and subatomic yeah. way Tom- of things today. I know. It's sort of the way that we look at it with this show. Not this episode necessarily, but we try and do a good show so that you want to listen again next week. Well, you know, we, we give it the old. Uh, about Mickey Rooney and um, Santa Claus is coming to town. I don't think I've seen that. Really? Uh, not that I have any recollection of. Yeah. Is it? Is it was it every one? year I shine up my jingle bells. That's not from that, but I just can't stop. Is, it, is it? It's not one of them claymation things, is it? Yeah, it's a bank and rass thing. Okay, uh, bank and rass. The fuck is wrong with me? Rankin like Bass. Rankin Bass. <laughs> here's my issue with the Rankin Bass. I saw those when I was a little kid, like you know, six mm-hmm. and seven. Then we moved to Panama, and they didn't have them down in Panama. I see. So I, I by the time I came back, I'd aged out. out of them. So it's like. There was no memory connected to him. No. There was none of that. It was just like, fuck, whatever. Well, the big thing about Santa Claus coming to town is not Mickey Rooney making shit up as he goes along a la Yoda. Here's my question. I have a it's question. It's Fred Astaire at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, talking to nobody, uh-huh. talking to animals and dancing by himself, not delivering the mail. That's the problem. Because the thing about Fred Astaire's mailman, uh, direct, whatever fuck he's called, direct delivery, whatever. Uh, he was fired years ago. Uh-huh. He just drives around in a stolen mail uh, truck. With a bag full of tacos? bag full of tacos. <laughs> talking to woodland creatures. Yeah. Probably and the best insane. tacos I've ever had in my life. Here, <clears throat> here's my question. Yeah. Does Mickey Rooney do the entire movie as his character from Breakfast at Tiffany's? I'd hope so. <laughs> because Mr. Gorightry, <laughs> I might protest! He plays Santa, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
or Chris or Kringle. The good children. He's an orphan raised by five homosexual elves <laughs> and some woman named some woman elf named Tanta. All named Kringle. Dingle Kringle, Jingle Kringle, Pringle. It's it's Kringle. Quick, I'm going to do a quick. Uh, it's not Tanta. It's Tanta, which is German for ant. Every year I shine up my jingle bells. <laughs> That's what I say to that. Okay. Whatever. I'm a man now, Tonto, and I need you to make me a man. <laughs> wow. Okay, there's no Santa in it. But you know what one of my favorite holiday movies is? The Ref. The Dennis Leary one. <laughs> yes. Don't eat the penis. It's just a garnish. <laughs> Your husband a dead lady. He's hiding. <laughs> awesome. And, um, uh, Paul Giamatti is one of my favorite actors. Not the best Santa. Yeah. In Fred Claus. Mm-hmm. Fred Claus. Fred Claus. Interesting concept of Fred Claus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're doing the ceiling look. Uh, uh, it's not awful. Yeah. But again, it's a Santa Claus movie, so how critical can you be? Right. Well, Fairly critical. Fairly critical, but not... Not not so as to be an asshole. Yeah, it's just not my idea of Santa Claus. Yeah, not much your... like you, Ed Asner. Yeah, Edward, what a dick. <clears throat> How's ever the Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh well, of course. Here's one that really throws me because I saw that shit the fucking day it came out because I was buddies with a guy who was really into uh, Tim Burton back in high school. Right, and it was one that I'm sorry. There was the recollection, the, the reaction to that movie when it came out. By and large, was there were the handful of people who thought it was the greatest thing ever, but most people were like, "Love eh, it, it's cool." Most people reacted the way I did. Oh, okay, okay. And it's since been blown up into it's like everything. It's been blown up into something it wasn't. When that movie came out, it was not a big deal release. Mm-mm. It was just another movie that came out. Yeah, you know, it's, and like, it, oh, here you it know, is. it's a lot like those things. That yeah, Coraline, a fucking miracles that ever ever happened. Yeah, Another miracle that they're any good. Right. And they get underappreciated. Uh-huh. And then later on, people, you know, another generation comes by and goes, holy shit, you see what you did? Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so weird when the shit that you grew up with and then everyone's losing their Christmas minds. Christmas story, like you like, say. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Movie my parents didn't like me watching because there, there, was, there was stuff in it that they thought was inappropriate. Huh. Not hugely inappropriate, but just stuff Enough. that they didn't really, they didn't keep me from watching it, but there was stuff that they didn't, I, I always got the vibe, they didn't particularly care for a lot of In it. In the heat of battle, my father wove a tapestry of obscenity that, as far as we know, is still hanging in space over Lake Michigan. <laughs> Not a finger! That's what get out of my head. That's my favorite. When I, like they, we had these neighbors in San Antonio that their dogs were always running out park and being really loud. And I made a statement at Christmas one year. So we had these fucking hillbilly neighbors with their dogs. And this guy, my friend Andy, looks at me and goes, "Oh, you got the bumpus hounds next door." <laughs> so yeah, son of a bitch, bumpus. Yep. The best moment from that movie, though. Oh fuck! Fuck! Only I didn't say fudge. Because the first time you slip in front of your parents, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I have the best. I have the best one. It's over at my folks, my, my sister's place, and we were a little drunk, a little drunk, <laughs> and we're playing video games. We're playing on the Wii. We're playing Mario, and uh, it's like there's a thing where it's like boom, you get you. It's basically you lose, right? And it's like God, it's just like you suck. You're a loser. It might as well just say that. And my little nephew William, who was five four, time he goes, I would say. You fucking, you lost. 
and everyone in the room was just like, oh, what? Uh, it was one of those where Julie and I were laughing so hard I thought we were both going to pass out because it was just – I would say, you fucking – you lost. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just oh, – oh, 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 and actually, it wasn't even that. It was that – you know what, when it hits me and I am – Dead oh, yeah. silent. Yeah, oh, yeah, same here. It was a good 30 to 40. Like, I thought I was going to pass out. It was so long. I'm like, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't stop this. I can't stop this. It's so good. Because he's just sitting there as innocent as can be. Yeah. You fucking lost. You No, you fucking, you lost. Which told me he has no concept yeah, of, of the meaning or usage of that word. Not yet. Which is but beautiful. Welcome. Well, it, all that it reminds me of now are, is the... Uh, um, what was my favorite uh, video online last year? I say with 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 very 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 little uh, very little um, what's the word uh, doubt was the one that ends with fucking hell. Yeah, the number of people on that video. Is like, there is nothing funny about a child juicing them. I hope someone calls Child Protective. But of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber has to be a real hot penis about everything. That's all that I fucking. That's just. Oh, the people who lose their shit. It's like, no, I'm sorry. You correct them about it. But if you're going to tell me a little kid cussing ain't funny, then brother, you have never met a character named. Tanner Boyle. Yeah. Although that little fat chav girl, I know me night, Chantal. Fuck you now. I agree. Oh, Merry Christmas. Fuck you now. <laughs> How about that dead eyed Santa Claus along with the dead eyed everybody else and that dead eyed Polar Express? Never saw it just because I get never. Now my scene. My nephew Augustus, uh, a little love. obsessed with Polar Express there for a while, and it may is still be fucking godless. But, fucking oh man, ugh. I've seen it way too many times. I saw the so preview nice. where Tom Hanks stared through my soul. Yeah, with those. Hey, he keeps staring through your soul. Dead computer. Okay, eyes. okay, all right. So the kids all get on a train. All right, fine, fine. We're all gonna go up north to see Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. No one mentioned anything about a ghost on the top of the train. Oh. That's right. Who died on the train? I'm just saying. No, I don't give a shit what the, I'm gonna rass ass. What the hell you think? Wow. Humbug. Exactly. Can't obey that one thing. Can't obey that one thing. Can't obey that one thing. We don't take that bitch. We don't get it. But guess what, though? One day. One day. <laughs> do anyone understand that? <laughs> yeah. I just knew it was yeah. a book. Yeah. A picture it's book. Creepy. Like a 20 page picture book. There's some darkness there. <laughs> However, North Pole is badass. Yeah. Yeah. Really badass. Nice. The Santa. Really badass. Okay. Uh, but Tom, and then the voice of Tom Hanks, albeit Tom Hanks. Kind that of. That was a, a fucking spot on Tom Hanks, too. Oh, well, it's you like fucking he's in the room. nailed it. That was perfect. Kind of a kick in the dick. Yeah. 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 That and the kid, it's like, I don't believe, I can't hear the bell because I don't believe. Bitch, you're in the North Pole. Yeah. Santa is What right do you need? There. This is not a matter of faith. 
as a matter of... Every year I shine up my jingle bells. <laughs> you can't hear this shit? Look People around. around the world. Around the world. I'm gonna do one thing. Yeah. You're in a fucking city populated by elves and uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. You can hear the bell. Everyone mm-hmm. can hear the fucking bell. Yeah. All yeah. Right? <sighs> what the fuck? <sighs> <sighs> fucking pains in the ass. Mm-hmm. Anyway... But let's just cut to the chase. The best Santa Claus ever. And Santa Claus Conquers be. the Martians? Not that, not oh. just that, but Santa Claus, the Mexican movie from MC3K. <laughs> oh, yes. With Merlin working with him as he lives in his house on the moon. Yeah. Of course. With children from all across the world. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in your night, <laughs> Myth. It's one of those things where there's an aim for an inclusive multiculturalism. That's it. That comes off. So horribly racist and so horribly just pandering. It's like, oh, look, it's a little Mexican kid who's dressed like he should be on a velvet painting holding a donkey under a streetlight. Why is he dressed like the Frito Bandito? <laughs> exactly. Oh, a German kid who's dressed. Dr- Hosen. the fuck? Oh, look, there's a kid from America who's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do now. Dressed in superiority. <laughs> Dressed in not the best nation's mm. garbs anymore. That's right. Not the best. No. Not the mama. You heard that. Yeah. Best Santa Claus ever was and ever will be, of course, was Edmund Gwynn. Yeah. In the Miracle, Miracle on 34th, 34th Street. Street. Yeah. That's it. Deal with it. Not the yeah. remake with Edinburgh, who was perfectly serviceable. Yeah. So I understand. Uh-huh. I've never seen it, so I don't have to. Mm-hmm. The OG one is yeah. just perfect. Any movie that ends with a strict adherence to the law. That's right. Sir, either he is Santa or the federal government has committed a crime. That never happens. No. Never happened back then. No, 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 no. Ever. Ever. Ever, never, nev. Mm-hmm. Nor ne- I have never. It, I have only seen that like once or twice. But it's a good movie. That's my regulation. It says, yes, young Natalie Wood, right? Yep. Her sister played Plenty O'Toole in mm-hmm. Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have it. Hmm. <laughs> Every year I shine <laughs> up my jingle bells. Yeah, that, that honestly is what Santa should be. That's it. It's, you know, nice, There's but magic, but not overt. Yeah. It's not big plastic banana yeah. weirdness fucking Santa Claus movie or Tim Allen and whatever the hell's going on in yeah. this yeah. coked out Santa world. That's not alleged. That's yeah, no, that, that's not alleged. That shit's uh, happened. Yeah, it's sorry that that because there is everyone forgets that when the when rubber meets the road, fucking Christmas is is, is about kids. That's right. It really is. Because here's here's always what always been my feeling. If you need a time of year to remind you how much your family means to you, your family didn't mean very much to you. No. If you need New Year's Eve as an excuse to cut loose, then brother, your problem is that you need to cut loose. You, just you need ain't to learn us. How to fucking Let me live. Tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're drinking ciders and beer. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, great. You have your excuse, and you can feel good about yourself for caring about your family for a few days. Wonderful. Wonderful. But it's about fucking kids. That's all there is to it. It's about goddamn children. And me. And us. Yes. Is that as well. Yes. And that's the beauty of it, is that's what his uh, Santa was. It was this perfect little, you know, perfect. connecting. and Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, it really was. It so, really was. I don't know what else to say about Santa Claus other than fuck all the rest of this yeah. and just watch Miracle on 34th Street. Exactly. Miracle on 34th Street's the business. It's where it's at. Perfect. So there. All right. I think that about sums us up for this week. We are 
at www.thefilmthugs.com. We're also available via email at thefilmthugs at gmail.com as well as thugquestions at gmail.com. That second one will be a way for you to submit questions that we won't hear until we're actually answering them. That's thugquestions at gmail.com. We also have a metric shit ton of sponsors now. I cannot enumerate them. I see. There's just a fucking lot of them. So go to (laughs) banners galore. www.thefilmthugs.com. Click on one of our numerous banners, although specifically that Amazon one, because really that's where you're going to get your shit from. Uh, They give us money. You don't have to. Uh, We're on Twitter at the Film Thugs. We are the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. Also, you can dial the phone number 512-666-RANT. And leave a message that will be part of Comic Gold on the show. And oh my God, we have one, but we'll use it next week. Just, gotcha. just remind me next week. You're not going to remind me I'm next week. I'm going to forget. Um, but there is a message, so we can make that happen. Hey, congratulations to Zach Parks. Yes, Zach. Well done, sir. Congratulations. Hurrah. College graduate. Now go out and do something with it. Yeah. Fuck. Just enjoy it. Fuck everything else. Enjoy for right now. Is there anything else that we need to do right now? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah.